0: everyone, welcome to another episode of Soft Thoughts, a podcast about anything, everything, or whatever's in between that. I am your girl, Danielle with two L's. How y'all doing today? How your mommy and them? You doing okay? I hope you staying warm if you're out in Texas and all them places. And, uh, <laughs> uh, no, for real, y'all, I hope y'all are doing well. I, I just, I'm this close. I'm one more day away from being off. For the next four days and i'm tired i am tired with a t t-i-r-e-d-t tired okay <laughs> uh it's been a week i've actually worked five days this week so you can imagine for someone who's been working Three to four day shifts for almost half of a year, I would say. Or maybe like over six months. Um, Five days is like the audacity. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I've been working five days a week. Really? I was working this? Disgusting. But honestly, still, I am grateful to have my job. I'm grateful that I work where I work and I'm able to work. I am, but y'all five days, <laughs> I'm I'm waking up and getting to work at 4 a.m. for five days out of the week, five days, okay, let me stop, <laughs> let me stop, because this sounds funny to me, but it's, it's, it's funny only because it's not fun waking up at four, it's not fun getting to work at four o'clock in the morning, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this episode. (laughs) All right, so one of the things I've been wanting to talk about, and I'm going to try to keep my head together because a girl is tired, and I've been trying to do my homework, and I'm tired. But one of the things I've been wanting to talk about is um my views on my life as far as love cons- is concerned um and a weird thing about it is you know, i I'm not really looking for a relationship I'm not looking for anyone, but I think just this past month. When it came to, like, Valentine's Day and everything, it, it had me thinking, like, I'm 26 years old. What is my perspective as it comes to relationships and marriage and that sort of thing? And I realized that I think it's a, it's a little bit different from my perspective versus... Others because i I come from a background of divorced parents um if y'all probably remember it's been almost what two years since I've opened and started this podcast of soft thoughts, but if y'all don't remember or if it's you know y'all are new um I do come from divorced parents, my parents. Uh, have been divorced for over 20 years. So it was about three or four years old when they, they separated. Um, and so I've had to grow up from a really young age. Of, um, I had to grow up pretty quick. And then I also had to grow up knowing that the things that most kids with two-parent households have is not going to be something that I will be able to get. And I guess that kind of made me think at the time that having a two-parent household is more of a luxury than a necessity. Um, and it's weird too. <laughs> it's weird to think of that at that age to think that having a two-parent household is a luxury because of how easy it is for that to be taken away instead of not realizing how necessary it is for for both to be there helping your, your child develop into this life that we live and understand what the things are and what's going on and what's going around, you know. So um that is one thing that I I've had to change over the years. Um more so in my 20s now cuz even after my dad remarried twice like I seen through his marriages how necessary it is excuse me for a child to be with with two parents instead of one um i think another thing that i think of when it comes to to relationships to marriage is i always thought it was really weird of home versus an apartment <laughs> and I think a lot of people I, I know I've talked to a lot of people especially at work where um a lot of people when they were dating were living in an apartment and I've met guys that have wanted to just go straight into a house And it's weird enough, but those guys that did want to go into the house, like, they they came from a two-parent household. And it's like, I think a lot of people kind of view the way, like, the, the way they view homes is the way I view apartments. Is I'm at least able to move wherever I want to. I can change whatever I want to. If I don't like the place, I can get out of it. And to be honest... It is the same, but it's not the same because, like, an apartment is more so, I guess, for people like me who are starting out or they live on their own. Um, they don't really have, like, kids or anything, um, even if they do have kids. Even even then, I've met many people who, including myself, being raised in, in an apartment, um, when I think of a house, I think of I'm planning myself here. I'm not going anywhere. This is where I'm I'm meant to be. This is where I choose to be. And and I don't I don't take that lightly. <laughs> it just feels like a house is like an investment into the future that I want. And to treat it like it's an apartment is a bit, like, irrational to me, you know? And maybe that's just me. (laughs) That's why I'm telling you all this. This is just from my perspective of just going through my own head from from all this. And um, honestly, I can tell you the reason why I thought that way um, is because my dad... Was moving would move around in houses, like not just from being in the military, but being even outside of the military. I don't think he even stayed in an apartment that long. It was like maybe, maybe two years, and then he was back in a house, and then he bounced into another house and another house, and <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like. Uh. <laughs> But um will that change? I don't know. I think I have to live a little bit longer to, to to really see if that that aspect of me will change. Um and if y'all agree, of course y'all go ahead and talk about it, you know? <laughs> Maybe even get with people you might know who are um from divorced households and, and talk with them about their experience of what they think on things. But, um, as we continue, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm just talking like I'm about to end this podcast. I'm not, even though my head really wants to, cause I'm tired. But, um, another thing that I think of when it comes to divorce is the reality of a relationship between two people. Um, and with that reality the fear of loving someone is not just the emotional part of a divorce that can affect the way you view things it's also the the physical the mental you know even the spiritual like It could really mess you up. It could really mess you up. And I don't think I realized how much, like, the divorce in my family played such a major role until college, (laughs) when I really started to see what guys are truly like outside of church. And realize oh like there there aren't guys who's just who actually want to get to know me and actually want to you know take their time and be friends with me and develop a relationship with each other and grow together it's not like what they told me it's not it's a lie <laughs> and and just realizing like how easy it is to get manipulated into things that you didn't think you were gonna do and even changing your mindset on things that that you know I I guess you can say that originally was good but then turned bad (laughs) like for a moment and for a while I actually thought like you know what I see why my parents got divorced like these these guys in my case like they don't they don't want a relationship they just want to fool around they want to you know mess around and mess up folks lives in the process of it until like god knows when and like i'm just gonna end up getting with people being trying to get with people or um end up in a in a relationship with someone who doesn't take me serious or who doesn't see the relationship as a serious thing or value who I am and like end up you know leaving me for someone else or prioritizing things over me and and all this other stuff and that ended up leading to maybe i have a fear of not just loving someone but being loved and maybe i have a fear of committing because i am afraid of being loved or loving someone and (laughs) uh to, to have that thought at twenty six to be thinking like maybe I'm the one that might have a commitment issue because of what I've been through and because of what I've had to grow up in it it kind of makes me sad to be honest with y'all and um it's it's because like i I never asked for something like this it just kind of that's the that's the cards I've been dealt with that's my life, you know, but does that mean that I have to choose to continue to believe that that I'm not capable of being loved, that I'm not capable of loving someone or being in a relationship or being fully committed no Because i i believe I believe that I am loved. I believe that I can be loved by someone completely stranger some some stranger don't don't be talking to strangers though, but I'm just saying <laughs> like as far as romantically to be loved and to love someone in return to find that that balance of that reciprocity I think that's the word reciprocity, yes, and like willingly Given that full commitment into the relationship with such a positive aspect of okay like we got each other through whatever we got it like i believe that i i do have what it takes um but that's just uh that's just some things that I have to fight on a daily basis because of that. Because I believe that I can, I now have to face the the cards <laughs> and tell it otherwise. And I think that's hard on a lot of divorced kids um, because they also have to do the same thing. They have to fight what they've been dealt with. They've had to change their whole mindset of what they think um, is life and love from the eyes of a broken family um, and this is not to say that marriage or married kid or married families people who come from married families two-parent households don't go through things because I've also known pretty plenty of people who have had their own struggles with their parents being together. Um, but I I can't talk from their perspective. I can only talk from mine from from a completely broken or completely separated and divorced family. So maybe I always I always hope and I will continue to hope that I can get someone who can who can speak. On the two-parent household and like the things that they've had to deal with and go through and um i would love to have that as an episode one day (laughs) but until then i guess we'll we'll go with this one and um yeah but like i said before if this gets you thinking um maybe you know some people or you know yourself uh of course you know yourself i hope you know yourself <laughs> um just think about the things that you've had to go through with your family whether you're two parent one parent you're adopted um maybe you've been uh in the system this whole time like write down some of the things that you've you've gone through and reflect on that on how it affects you now and what your thought process is and what you plan to do about it. Cuz I mean, we can all sit there and let stuff happen, but when we choose to do something, that's when we can make a difference in something, you know? That's just me. <laughs> but uh other than that, y'all, that's that's pretty much it for this episode. I thank y'all for hanging in there with me through my sleepiness. I'm going to try to finish up this homework um if not you know thankfully it's presentation i i don't gotta do too much but the reading is is really tiresome lord have mercy (laughs) but um that's that's pretty much it for tonight but i will catch y'all in the next episode until next time i enjoyed you as you enjoyed me as we enjoyed each other and i will catch you on the flip side